This episode, like every episode of Off the Rack, was recorded before a live audience at Comic Pop on YouTube. Join the conversation by subscribing to youtube.com slash comic pop or comic pop returns on YouTube. And now, on with the show. Folks, welcome to Comic Pop Returns and our flagship show Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. So today we're going to be talking about the books of the comic book variety that came out the past week. Recap them, review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend books that are coming out this week that we think you should buy. Uh, next week, of course, is a very heavy week because this week was a very light week, despite the fact that last week before then we did fewer books than usual. Yeah. It still ended up being a regular length show. Yeah, so next week... This is, uh... Who knows how long we'll, it's going to We'll have to be. figure out something. We'll have to do something special. We're, we're, we're just going to pare it down and just be like, I'm not going to talk about such and such. Or, or I'll only give you the bullet points, you know, yeah. something like that. Like good, bad. Indifferent. <laughs> so before we do, a little bit of house cleaning. First of all, uh, of course, if you are watching the show live, you can sponsor today's episode by using Super Chats. Ask a question or comment, and we'll read it here on the program. Uh, number two, we want to thank the incredible members of our audience who came to the uh, big comic pop live event at the Kubert school on yeah. the 26th of March. Uh, I know that on, uh, I think April 9th, which is that Saturday in April, uh, Joe Kubert school of art is doing a, uh, uh, an open house. So if you want to check them out, you, you should, it's really cool. Mm -hmm. Plus like, I, I, I don't know if any of you stuck around, if any of you are watching right now uh, in Dover or hung out in Dover while that uh, happened, but there's lots of fun, fun places you can go and uh, you know, kill the day. Uh, outside of just going to Joe's. Just you destroy can, the day. That's what I no normally do on the weekends. But uh, you can also go to Dewey's Comic City, which is downstairs. It's in the Kubert School. So, yeah, uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot going on, a lot happening. And so I'm really excited to get into it. But before we do, I, I also just wanted to say thank you. Uh, yeah. For those of you who did come, for those of you who are catching it after the fact, uh, if you did come along, thank you so much for coming. It was incredible uh, seeing so many of you there. We had just about 60 people yeah in attendance at that event and uh overwhelming it was incredible so overwhelming i didn't even remember to do or say all the things i know i wanted to do and say at that event yeah uh, we did manage to do a live back issues which was not recorded no so you'll never see it you'll never see it it's evaporated it's like it never happened it's uh, just it's gone it's like yeah i know one member of our audience did film like two minutes worth of the show so which is so there's technical evidence that it occurred. there's evidence that it exists but other than that, it's gone. It's gone for the winds of time. Yeah. Only that small group of people who probably would have been the only people to watch it anyway uh, were there to watch it. <laughs> so they were, uh, they, they were good sports. They were incredibly good sports. Uh, that so was a book. It was a book and a half. Uh, you know, two characters uh, from their own respective franchises for the price of one. Uh, also, we want to thank uh, the Kubert School for hosting us. Uh, we really, really appreciated uh, Anthony Marquez and the and the team over at Kubert School mm -hmm. for letting us just just run wild in their uh, they were very room. very kind. I mean, like honestly, they were they were they went above and beyond. They set up this really professional looking area. It did for, for us. Yeah. Um, and um, and then we needed more chairs. We, they we, set up all they, the chairs. They set up all these chairs, and we're like, that's too many chairs. There's not going to be there's not going to be that much. Like, like, and they just kept filling in, and we like literally myself and ben and some of the Kubert staff um had to raid classrooms for chairs yeah um it was humbling and very kind and i didn't bring enough cake but we did have cake i think everybody had the cake they wanted but there was i there was ben had a real had to do some real cake math yes he did cake he did. math happened <laughs> so uh at, at some point we will do uh we'll i'll post a picture from the event that yes. uh commemorates everybody being there yes uh, but yeah so let's get into some comics shall we yeah, uh, I know a lot of people want us to talk about this, including I'm going to I'm going to let him jump the line 
and I apologize in advance, but uh, our friend Chris from Comic Tropes, thoughts on We Have Demons. I liked it more than I expected. Uh-huh. First of all, thank you very much, Chris, for your uh, for your support yes. and for your patronages. But we also pre- uh, appreciate your question. Uh, yeah, We Have Demons. Now, I, uh, I got a chance to read this very early because if you are a fan of the show, you know that we had a sponsorship through Comixology for Comixology Unlimited and Scott Tober, which was uh, Scott Snyder's big October-themed coinciding with the new york comic-con event uh rollout of his digital books i went ahead and picked up a copy we have demons and uh i'll I'll be honest a big part of it had to do with this spot uv logo on the cover um i like that you use spot uv thank you well that's i I, thanks to you i learn a lot but uh let me tell you something like it's gorgeous it looks great on the shelf plus capullo or capullo i should say on uh art on the interiors and the cover not technically spot uv though no, it's not. It's metallic. It's metallic. Yeah, it's it's but, actually high five. Anyway, thanks. You know what it reminds me of this. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Uh, there's a uh, Ghost Rider, well, Venom Vengeance crossover, and that first cover has the exact same effect, uh, but the yeah, whole yeah. cover is red. Right. It's yes. Gorgeous. I love that. Uh, yeah. So as far as my thoughts on we have demons, I've read issues one through three. Uh, so I can I, I can speak to the fact that like it's a concluded event like it's a whole thing. I think it's I, I think if you liked Spawn during Capullo's time on Spawn, you're gonna have some really fun flashbacks because there's a lot of demons in here, you know, a lot of like crazy looking crap, a lot of fun swords and gunplay and fire and you know Earth, a lot of great uh, things that Capullo's really good at depicting you know, monsters and Mm -hmm. elements and uh, elemental forces and human beings. They look really cool, but they're all, you know, they, they look, they, they look like what you've seen before, Um, (laughs) which is fine. This book's just not going to last. No. Uh, But the first issue is very long, which I think each issue is like, I think double length, which is great. Um, And this issue in particular includes like a bunch of like script notes and uh, now is this also like images like across the board, I think across the board saying like we're not doing second runs. Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Oh. All of the Scott Tober books are Dark Horse. Why did I want to make... Oh, it's because it was Comixology. Because it was Comixology. Not that they have the exact same look at all, but they tend to have a very sleek booth, and that's exactly the way that yeah. the images as well. Yeah, but so. you know, Dark Horse is really good. Like, they're really good publishers when it comes to, like, the oh, yeah. physical collections of their books. Yes. So, like, I'm kind of excited to see the rollouts of more of these Substack books you, through Dark Horse. Well, because, do you like, think they're going to do, like, an omnibus of Scott Tober books? If they're smart, they will. If it sells well. Right. I don't know. Uh, as far as the story, it, it's very simple. And the concepts are very current Scott Snyder. You know, and when I say that, I mean, like, Scott Snyder uh, started out with a lot of, like, subtlety and subtext and did a very slow boil when it came to a lot of his stories and a lot of his uh, epic yarns. And... Uh, <laughs> And now he doesn't have to do that. And I think he's leaned heavily into this like new, this new era of himself and mm-hmm. his, his work where he's like, I unabashedly just want to have fun. If you loved metal, you're going to really enjoy. We have demons nice. because it's very much like it's, it's otherworldly. There's some grounding with some fun characters, but those characters aren't taking the material seriously. You know, it, it's like big trouble, little China meets spawn. I so guess that's the way I can pitch like this. It sounds like you'd hundred percent like this book. I don't. Uh, I think it's fine. 
Oh. I don't love it. Okay. You know, I think it's very, I think at times it can be very self-indulgent. Okay. Um, and I think that as far as the Capullo work is concerned, it's very standard to Capullo's strengths. You know, mm. like it speaks very much to his strengths. Okay. Uh, I think that, you know, and it's the same team, by the way, it's Galapian doing the inks. Um, so it, it looks like Capullo's standard work, which is great. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I don't know if this material speaks to me the same way that like I think it speaks to a current like a like a new era a new Scott fan okay but I do appreciate the like effort I know that sounds really underhanded but I don't like I really appreciate well... the effort that was made <laughs> like because there, you get a lot of book for you the for the price and it's it, just not for you it's not for me that's okay it's okay for it to not be for you you can still talk about its strengths without or, it having to be something that you love you know that's not true actually apparently according to the comments and uh and, and live chatting that's that's not true at all but, but i'm telling you i will say that it's true uh it, and it does have a complete story kind of but it does have like room for a little more okay and uh I, i'm like you're good there was a follow-up comment or, co or question mm. from, from from chris, chris? just saying like is the cover as cool as robin threes with lenticular I mean, you know, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. That's a great question. And if you haven't already checked out uh, Chris's uh, video about gimmick covers or his video on uh, motorcycle riding superheroes, check those out. But uh, yeah, um, when I was a kid and I picked up Robin 3 Cry of the Huntress and I saw those covers, that like, I, I, I didn't get the newsstand books. I got that because I was like, whoa, crazy cool covers. No thinking about the future or about investments. I just wanted them. And they were polybagged and I had to have them and they mean nothing. And I will say that like, because back in the day when you bought those things, like you didn't have the internet or certainly not to the extent you do now. So there wasn't a lot of competition. So I'd reread the books and I remember pulling the whole thing out and flipping it over and finding another image on the back. And that blew my mind. Because they didn't even tell you, you know, that was like a quest for me. And that was kind of cool. Um, this cover is just like it's just you know it is very it's very like it's nice it's classy i can't interact with it though even if i don't want you can kind of look you can kind of see yourself in it a little bit oh or perhaps we are the demons oh we are yeah no that's the lesson oh what yeah that's every lesson he was oh, oh okay but uh yeah as far as we have demons it's it's worth the price if you dig that kind of thing yeah. if you loved metal you're gonna love we have demons there if you, you like spawn you might like we have demons and if you like those Robin three covers, cry, cry the Huntress covers, go find them. Cause I'm then sure they're I worth a buck. I don't understand you. Yeah. But, I'm sorry. Uh, but you can find them. Cause I know you found uh, almost all of them in a they, dollar bin. They just don't ago. work. They do. They, you know, they, 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 no, they don't. They're terrible. <laughs> they're just terrible. <laughs> they just don't work. But yeah, we have demons. Uh, yeah, I do, yes, I, do. I do recommend it, but if you're me, I don't. We have demons. We have demons. How about, how about you? <laughs> How about uh, uh, Brian Rollins? Uh, the GL and Arrow back issues in Zub interview were both great. Speaking of lanterns, the tens of Guy Gardner fans were very pissed at Tom King. Now that's interesting. You should say that because uh, I, I I'm only hearing good things about the Human Target. People mm. love this book, myself included. I uh, love this book, and I know that like See, some I ran into a fan at our event, and they said they were not, they didn't like this issue. Mm, I I can imagine a lot of people not liking this issue because of what it's doing and where it's heading. Uh, I sexy pinups. I loved this issue. Like I love every issue. This is of course the, the issue right before the break. We're taking a year long hiatus until we can do the next six that's issues. That'll give me an opportunity to actually catch up. Exactly. But the reality is like, and that's, it's funny. You hear King talk about it where he's like, 
Smallwood wanted to finish it. He didn't want any fill-in artists. And I'm like, good. It doesn't matter. It's set in the past or in an alternate reality. Who cares? Uh, so like that. Okay. Here's what's here's what always baffles me yeah. about like a publishing line. And again, I don't have that experience, so mm -hmm. I really can't say for sure. Yeah. But like, I do have other experiences with deadlines and working with creatives <laughs> uh -huh. in general, but like, when like an, why would you launch a book when you weren't done with it? When an artist is doing everything on the book. Yeah. Colors, inks, pencils. Yes. You need to give way more lead time than you could possibly imagine. Yes. Yes. It, we, we like to call it the doomsday clock effect. Don't announce your line wide publishing house universe changing event. If the artist is going to take a year to, to finish halfway through the book. Yeah. Because it's fine. Like, it's not a big deal, you know? Like, but this is this this book should be consistent throughout. You know? I think like, it is. No, I'm just saying. Like, but, it like, it, it deserves to be. Yeah, and, like, you know, maybe his experience working with other artists was a little different, like, you know, with... with oh, with uh, Finch or... Uh, I was going to say with Bilkis. Like, yeah, you know, she's, Evely, yeah. Yeah, I, I, might, I think she's kind of like a machine, but she wasn't doing everything No, on, on no. her pages. On Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Yeah, right? and then, like, on Mr. Miracle, you had... Or no, on Strange Adventures, you had two artists yes. working in tandem. Yeah, and so like the the weight was lifted a little from there. Mr. Miracle, well, an artist, Mitch. Yeah, yeah, but like again, just different, you know, approach to it. But like, I just, I just feel like you gotta, you gotta anticipate. Yeah, you gotta anticipate that, like, you know, art of this quality needs to take the time it needs. So, are you dinging them for not planning well, or are you, or are you just telling everybody to slow down and not complain about the delay? Um, probably both. Mm, that's what it sounds like. I think I'm like. doing a dual comment I here. I think so, yeah. <laughs> like, shame on you for not for making us wait a year for six more issues. No, well, yeah, well, shame on you for not, like, anticipating that, like, Smallwood might need more time, especially as you're progressing into, like, a King story where it's going to obviously become a little more entwined and there's going to be a little bit more to it going on. Uh -huh. Just knowing king's stories yeah um and that like the artists tend to get like attached you know what i mean like they're they're he's in the middle well of they the should project. these are the creators of the book yeah absolutely you know it'd be like if uh, oh halfway through the movie we're going to change the director of photography yeah you don't want to do that uh, like uh, batman <laughs> catwoman where uh where that book will be in a hardcover it'll be an oversized it'll be in a paperback and forever people will go why did it completely and drastically change for three yeah. random issues? But then, like, you know, I, when I was talking to somebody, like, they were, like, struggling with the idea that it's, like, so do I buy the individual hardcovers? Because I kind of want to have the full one. I'm, like, they're probably going to make a full they one. They will make a full one. And oh, like, yeah. So as long as you're okay with just waiting to get that hardcover, that, like, full set. Yeah, and, like, in two months, you'll get a hardcover and a softback of the first six issues. And yeah. in a year you will be able to read the next six issues. Yeah. And they're still going to put them out once a month, you know. It's not like it's going to take a year for Greg Smallwood to draw it, and then they're just going to drop all six issues, like Netflix style. They're going to take another year. So it's going to be a year and a half yeah, before yeah. you are finished with Human Target. And if you are done, and uh, by the way, after that year and a half, then you will get another volume with the next six issues. Sure, yeah. And after that, you will get a full volume of all 12 issues. Mm -hmm. Ugh. This, okay, this page with the credits is amazing. Is like, it, 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 you're like better than it deserves. I, I was going <laughs> to say that, but then I was like, it sounds like I'm saying it's better than Tom King deserves because it's not. It's not. Um, no, but like, but like, like, you should look all, at every single credit page. Second of all, 
The DC Comics Presents, I've seen that font before. It is a sexy font, and I like it quite a bit. The actual layout of the credits themselves, screw you. That's freaking brilliant. brilliant. Plus the actual like name of this, this issue. particular issue. Get bent, Greg Smallwood. <laughs> and your, how great you genius. are. genius. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Some of that probably. I don't that know might be the lettering. I was going to say, I don't know if he's doing the lettering. I do want to. I bet he is. I don't, well, let's find out. Let's just find out. I bet, he's at least, I bet he lettered that. No, Clayton Cowles. Okay. Oh, Clayton Coles? I always pronounce it Coles. Oh, it's, I think it's a W. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Yeah. Whatever, whichever it is. Clayton screw, Cowles is screw you the both. Best. Yeah. For you, for you genius. What happens in this? Guy Gardner dies. They kill him. What? And I'm like, Am I upset about that? Uh, both, I'm not a big fan. Both Guy Gardner fans are upset. Uh, That's it, okay. Hey, listen. If you if you're a fan of a character and they die, you have every right to be upset. Not to scream and yell at people. No, but you do have every right to be upset. Right, and maybe not like slap them at a major publicized event. What? But uh, so this particular book takes place during the Giffen Demetrius run of mm. Justice League, or after. Eh, shortly after that run like okay. after they're already put out to pasture as far as the leak is concerned but uh it's in the past and we know what happened in the past because like we've been there or we've read it or it's on like you know display so i think that there's more to this than meets the eye like it always is but uh you know this is the first issue where i read this and i went christopher chance is an impersonator <laughs> and like knows people who can change their body density and atoms at will mm -hmm. so i wouldn't assume that guy gardner has gone for good or this is some kind of retcon I, I i don't understand people who get mad at like characters dying in black label books yeah it is it is a it is a black label book so it's it's okay right like it either this is an alternate history like an inglorious bastards of the dc universe or there's more to this than you think that that would be like me being mad at neil gaiman for killing dr strange in 1602 yeah spoilers right no you were you were upset with but still appreciated hickman killing dr strange in secret wars yeah but even then you knew i knew he's I coming gosh, back come on so yeah uh adam thenhouse says uh, not really hyped for moon knight this week but i am definitely intrigued is there a run you could recommend to better understand and appreciate the character keep the lights on thank you very much adam listen uh we'll talk about moon knight the show in a minute but uh, i will mention of course i love the finch um god what's his name houston run <laughs> of uh of moon knight so dope it's crazy mm -hmm. looking it's before marvel like was worried about protecting their ips so they were mm -hmm. just like go for it and they do indeed and it's pretty awesome uh i really love that one uh i know that people really love um the, oh, you love the current run. The Jed McKay one. The Jed McKay run. Yeah, it's I really honestly good. do. I think I'm, I'm honestly enjoying it quite a bit. And it's something where it's like, I have a cursory knowledge of who Moon Knight is. I have enough knowledge that like I can, you know, I'm like, all right, let me let me just dip my toes in the water and see yeah. what's up. But like McKay's doing a really nice job of being like, hey, here's a bit about Moon Knight. Um, and let's just let's just go. And you're not going to feel like you're in the deep end. Right. Or drowning. You're going to yeah. be okay. If so, you want to read that, if you want to read something current, go for that. Exactly. Lemire exactly. did a run, right? Lemire did a run. Everyone loves it. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, whether while he's a controversial figure, that Warren Ellis book is insane. It's also completely out of print, and it probably will be for a long time. And that's a real shame because Declan Shalvey does the art. It's incredible. But if, And it's know, also the beginning of the, that is the originating of the Mr. Knight look. Right. So, like, it's up to you if that's something you want to read. Um, 
I'm sure you might be able to find it. Yeah, you can someplace. find it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Probably yeah. for not a lot, or maybe it will. I don't know because you see a lot of his books in like the dollar bins. It's true. Now. So you uh, you read Saga. Let's let's do this book before it falls on the ground again. <laughs> it's fine. Here's Saga. I read it. Um, I'm not going to tell you what happens in it. <laughs> I know that's every issue, but like, how's it going? How's the saga it, saga going? How's the saga saga going? Again, this was another issue where I felt like this is what I remember saga feeling like, you know what I mean? There's just really well-written exchanges. Like just, I don't, there's, there's something about my experience when I read saga itself where like, I don't know. It's like, I forget I'm, reading a comic mm. i guess i don't know that i don't know there's just something about the way that vaughn writes and staples you know Draws. puts arts <laughs> well i don't want to say it but puts art to his words yes that like transcends it from a like like on paper two-dimensional medium to like something that is like theater of the mind and i know that happens for a lot of people with comics but most of the time i'm not like i'm just reading the comic you yeah know what i mean i'm like oh where, where do i think this is going whatever like saga is literally one of those books where it's like my brain turns off and i just enjoy the story there you go and so like i don't spend time trying to figure out what's going to happen i literally just spend time like reading the conversations and like trying to understand the characters and how they're feeling and like there is something about that there's just something away that like that the characters that vaughn has cra uh, crafted and developed along with staples art that like these people these characters are more than just paper like there there's something tangible to them there's something real about them mm. you'll run into like like i'm not ruining anything by saying this but like we run into like this random character and like it's just a, it's just a, we're having a little bit of a, a little bit of a flashback, right? We're gonna have a little flashback to like a few months before this book is taking place, and like we we stop by um, a doctor named the Endwife or Endwife, right? And it's a wolf lady. It's like a <laughs> werewolf lady. Yeah. Right. And like you don't even you're not like oh what the heck's this character all about? Like immediately you understand the character. Like for without anyone having to explain anything about this character, you understand it. And like the conversation that she and Alana have is just so meaningful, and it really like got me. Like mm. there's just something beautiful about this conversation between these two adults. Like it was just spectacular, just so good. There's like I was worried after the first issue it didn't quite hit me. Yeah. Um. Also in the back, there's like a lot of great letters in here. So feel free to take a look if you are a fan. Like I don't usually read them, but like in one of them, like the first one is that like he wrote this around Christmas. He's like, when you're reading this, it'll probably be March. And he got COVID. And like, so he had to spend Christmas away from his family. He was traveling. He went to the premiere of Ma The Matrix where he got it. Oh, that was worth it. <laughs> he said he had a good time. <laughs> but his family had traveled elsewhere. So he was just stuck at home. And Fiona Staples managed to send him a cake somehow Aww. and since every business was closed he had cake for christmas Aww. that's all he had that's wow and i was like that's so sad and there's also a great letter here that just like yells at him because he's like oh i'm getting a lot of letters now from the fallout of the break right so like he's like let's let's go through it let's do it yeah. um i just it just feels good it feels like we're back and by good i mean like it's just emotional it's it's the quality i expect good so all right i'm gonna get have this it. over here all right uh, Matthew Terlaga, uh, can't stay for the live chat, but I wanted to say I checked out Demon Days on Tiffany's recommendation and loved every second <gasps> of it. Hope that more people discover this series. Yes, I also read that, so I might as well just kind of talk yeah. about that real quick. Um, Demon Days by Peach Momoko. Um, a book that, like, it, it's so funny because it's a co cohesive story, but always acted as though it was just a number one. Right. Because each of them have a different 
name attached to it. So like Demon Days, Blood Feud, you know what I mean? Yeah. Demon Days, whatever those were, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's all this one through line of a story uh, about Mariko and these demons or these Oni. And like, it's just a beautiful story. This issue wrapped it up. Oh, wow. Um, which I was like, oh, but it was so good. It is a beautiful book. I love, 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 love looking at Peach Momoko's artwork. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I really like the story she told in this. Like, I really enjoy um, uh, established universes, whether it be Marvel or DC. And then it's like, but let's put it someplace else and let's just turn it on its ear. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I really, really enjoy that because like it gives you an opportunity if you're new to things to be on like the same foothold as people who are not. But if you are someone who knows a bit about the universe and the characters, like you get some of the references or you're like, Oh my gosh, is it going to be this? Or is it going to be that? Like there's something rewarding about that as well. Yeah. Um, Additionally, there's a very, very exciting last page to this issue, which just says peach Momoko's reimagining of the Marvel universe will be expanding this summer. And I was like, (gasps) that's a great idea. What a good (laughs) idea to put that into an issue to like, like when it says uh, James Bond will return at the end of a movie. I'm hyped. I was like, I was really like, Oh, we're not going to get much more of this. Um, but like I, I'm going to own it. Like, don't put that on friggin' Twitter or something like that. Like, put I'm that sure in did, the book. But like, I loved it at the end of this book. I was like, that's so smart. I absolutely freaking loved it. Yeah. Um, just just a fun like ride. I can't wait for it to be collected. Uh, and I highly recommend it. If you if you slept on this book, wait till it's collected. At this point, yeah, go grab it because you won't know like what order to put it in. For sure, for sure. Um, but but check it out. It's worth a, a read for uh, absolutely. Um, I also just want to like mention this because i thought it was so interesting because like for a lot of people peach momoko is just like the very cover cover artist artist. like she's all over the place doing beautiful beautiful variant covers um but she got some pretty heavy hitters for this book for her variant covers oh so i really i wanted to like shout it out because it was like scotty young was there guri hiru mike del mundo and bill sinkovich wow i was like that's (laughs) dope that That's is really so cool. dope. I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, I hope it's because they like her work. They're like, oh, I want to do one. Yeah, I I, I hope so. I, I hope so. I hope that like in the trade, we get to see the variants from other artists as well. I think you usually um, do. So that makes sense. So that would be really sweet, especially just with her history of doing variant covers herself. But I can't wait to see what she has for the rest of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Looking forward to it. Nice. Really enjoyed this. Uh, Comics Lamar, any interest in doing back issues on Ta-Nehisi Coates' Intergalactic Empire of Wakanda run? I would love to see more Black Panther content. Love and respect. Thanks, man. Uh, I will say, I'm, I'm not as familiar with with uh, Coates' run. I'm not a huge Black Panther fan. I appreciate his books, but every time I read them, I'm like, okay. Like, so... I can't promise that's going to happen, but I can promise that there will be more Black Panther on the couch. And it won't just be, you know, Black Panther in a Spider-Man book. Like, <laughs> I promise it'll be Black Panther. But, For me, uh, yeah. I always find, and like, this is like, there are just some characters on both sides of the fence that like just have so much like rich history and lore that like seems to carry over from run to run, which I don't think is true. Like, I'm sure it's like, there are some runs you could just jump into, yeah. but it just seems like you have to like, it just feels like there's a lot. And I'm like, yeah. okay. Cause like, it's a whole country and like, there's history and you know what I mean? I'm like, it's like where you start. Yeah. It feels overwhelming, even if it's obviously even if not it isn't. like, and yet like, you know, like but, my, I think my experience taking on the X-Men, I'd be more willing to yeah. give it a shot now where it's like, you can, you can get into some of these books oh, yeah. that make you, that give you that feeling. Even if, again, even if it's not accurate, some right. characters and stories just give you that feeling and you're like, uh, well, especially uh, because the intergalactic, empire of wakanda like that's a very specific time in his history it's a lot uh static nova just want to say thank you for getting me into comics went from knowing the bare minimum to buying weekly because of you guys that's really nice hey cool check it out 
All right. Thanks. What? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was reading another comment. I read it already. Oh. I just want to thank you for getting me oh, into comics. Yay! Went from knowing the bare minimum to buying weekly because of you guys. That's so nice. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. What are you doing over there? I was looking. Someone was like, Doom has a country. I'm like, yeah, but it's like a really one-dimensional, one-note yeah, I don't care country. about Laveria. I'm not invested in what Laveria is up to. <laughs> I don't need to know that. Sol Moretti, the live show is super fun. Hopefully more in the future. Hashtag nightmare metaphor shark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's he talking about? You'll never know. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, it's that just... shark is a metaphor. Ethan and I literally couldn't, couldn't let it go. That. We just could not get over that. I, I feel very unsatisfed by that book. Because it's a very shark, unsatisfying book. Because that, that none of the shark things ended up ever happening. They didn't. We came up with so many shark ideas. I know, and none and of them none came of to them pass. Happened. Mm -mm. Sucks. Ray Farr. <laughs> hey, Silent Dev. I just wondering if you both have any obscure favorite characters that you'd love to see get more love. I want to see Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, Beta Ray Bill, now that he's gotten his own book from D-Dubs, you're good. Like, <laughs> but doesn't mean you don't want to see more. No, I do want to see more, but I'm saying like now I, I would hope that uh, Beta Ray Bill is a little less obscure than he used to be. Mm. Um, certainly less of a horse Thor than he used to be. Uh, yeah, there aren't really too many obscure characters that I hope get more. Because even the, everyone gets their day in the sun. Like I used to say Max, but like Max got a Batman crossover that nobody asked for that took a year to make mm. or over a year to make. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, okay, that's that. Like, I don't know. I think right now I could say, but like, I don't know if I have to worry about it because I think it might end up happening anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but I would love to see a return of like Rintra and like that era. I think you will. Like possibly. Like, well, because like Rintra to me, like I, I pair him up immediately with Topaz, which is like this other like side character for Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, who had this whole long thing about getting part of her soul back. Yeah. Like, kind of cool. I, you can't do that again necessarily. Right. But like, I'm like that's why I'm like I kind of want that you know like Rinsha is like such an interesting character and like he's kind of a dope and he's just he's just a good guy he's got a good heart mm -hmm. I don't know bring him back <laughs> Ekuzodia hey guys I made the very poor decision to purchase all the issues of <laughs> Warrior from my comic do my comic store's dollar bin wish me luck as I prepare to get folked yeah good and folked you listen if you're gonna read the warrior you have to have a minimum of 50 percent folkage before you go into it that's right if you have at least 100 you might make it but 50 it's really you're pushing it there yeah good you, luck you got to be good and folk yeah and the christmas issue isn't really an issue so you know you don't you won't have to worry so about you're it okay either. there you get a little like a little break and yeah maybe you'll have some more time to get folked uh yeah boy chips ahoy any opinions on power rangers versus godzilla i wanted to like the writing but the art is very so nice it's 290s mega muscle which works for godzilla but not for the rangers i didn't read it uh but i did hear about it and i saw the image of godzilla and uh the dragon zord and that was awesome but Again, I didn't read the issue. Uh, I'm not as big a fan of either Power Rangers or Godzilla. So it's like, put them together and it doesn't, those 50s don't make 100 <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> but uh, I, I I will probably check it out just out of, mor out of morbid curiosity. Okay. Uh, and Deadpool says, I love your channel and you got me back in Katamas. Well, well, thank you, Deadpool. I'm glad that we could do that pool. for you. Yeah. Uh, make sure to mention that in the next Marvel movie. <laughs> Aline so, Adkins. Someone mentioned Sleepwalker's Time to Shine. I so. agree, man. But like, they're never going to do that. We talked about this recently. Yes. I, I, I don't remember where I was. It might have. I don't remember what show I was on. But I mentioned that 
Uh, they would be really cool to see like a Vertigo-esque take. I was with Zub. It was on our episode of uh, Elseworlds Exchange where Jim Zub came on, which you should watch, by the way. It's a really fun show. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't care about Thunderbolts, like Jim Zub is a font of information and he's a really fun guy and uh, you, you, he deserves your, your, your attention. But uh, we talked about that where I was like, Sleepwalker, man. They should do like a Vertigo-esque take on Sleepwalker. And he's like, Vertigo's DC. And I'm like, Vertigo don't exist, Zub. I'm not talking about that. I'm using it as a, as a, as a use of, uh, of, of how to approach it. Uh, but yeah, I, I think that a, a, a Vertigo reimagining of Sleepwalker would be freaking nuts. Uh, and Tiffany would be the person to write it. Um, so yeah, uh, Alian Adkins, I need to thank you too for turning me in, on to Dark Ages and Stray Dogs. I really like Dark Ages and love Stray Dogs. Also do the Red Hulk Thunderbolts back issues. We will probably do one, th at least two Thunderbolts. Uh, you can expect the Busick of Thunderbolts one day and maybe the red one, which I think is that one. Um, I didn't realize we, we recommended Stray Dogs, but uh, I did read it and I did enjoy it well enough. So I'm glad we could it. get you into it. Um, but yeah, and Dark Ages is really fun. Dark um, Ages is a lot of fun. I know, I know. What else you got? Um, I okay. Hang on. Where where's my app? Here it is. I got it. Got the app. I had to use this. I I've I had to use the desktop version of the site. On oh no! In order to or like quickly search the comics i wanted to buy because i don't think they at least on my app maybe i didn't update it enough mm -hmm. but like i didn't have the like option to like sort so whatever let me tell you something i was looking at new releases today and you know what didn't come up uh wolverine robin harley quinn wait, devil's reign x-men which one were you looking at were you looking at the it was on dates? comiXology for this week like this past week oh that sucks i know that sucks a lot. Sometimes they do cut things out for some reason. Yeah. I don't know why. I read Shang-Chi. Yay. By uh, Jean Luan Yang. Luan <laughs> Yang with art by Marcus Toe. Um, I just really like this series a I know. lot. Like Shang-Chi has like found his way into my heart and he ain't leaving anytime soon. I hope he doesn't punch me in it though. Um, <laughs> Cause that would be deadly. Uh, no, he's like, I love him. He's so, he's really great. Um, yeah. I'm going to, you know, how that Iron Fist book came out. I'm going to give that book yes. a shot, but I got to tell you right now, like Shang-Chi is where it's at. Yeah. That's right. your Kung Fu fix right that here. Is definitely it. I just, I think it's just like Yang's writing. Mm -hmm. I think it really is. I'm not the, nothing against Marcus Toe's art, like, but like Yang's writing, we've switched over to a completely different artist. Um, yeah. Very different feel to it. It's but still like, good. Yeah. From Ruan to Toe. Yes. And like the writing consistency is just like, you, don't, you almost don't even notice. Like, I know it. I know there's an art change, but like, it's just so consistently good. Yeah. You know, like I love the, um, the dialogue for each of the characters. I think he does a really good job of capturing them. Um, we're getting the band back together. Like all the siblings are here. We finally found or we've, what we went after deadly hammer. So we've got her now. Okay. Sister hammers there. And, and <laughs> yeah, and we're, we're going on a merry little adventure and yeah. I'm like really excited to be here. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just jazzed that they're letting me come along. Like, yeah. I'm just like, you guys are really cool. Thanks for letting me be here. Like that's how reading this book makes me feel. I'm that's just really like, cool. I'm just excited to be here. Just ignore me. It's fine. <laughs> uh, a lot of fun. Like I said, like, Art wise, very different, but like more action oriented. Yeah. I don't think it really like fits for the nature or like where the story is going. Since we are going into uh Talo, which if you saw the movie, you're you're at least familiar with it. And I really appreciate the fact that they are leaning on that a little bit. I know sometimes that like bugs people when mm -hmm. like the movies feel like they're influencing the comics a little bit, but I think it was smart to like 
like really key in the fact that like more than likely if someone's picking this up it's because they saw the movie and maybe they have some interest in this now not saying that everyone like that there aren't people out there who are just shang chi fans who just wanted this book and they're excited about it but i am saying that there's probably a percentage of that audience who's like cool i'll give this a shot and having things that were in the movie appear here because they are part of his history help because it's like i have knowledge of that i feel very comfortable right and so like the things that i do have to learn the things that are new i'm willing it's to more learn. manageable yeah you know like i, I it's just smart well written 10 out of 10 love this book. <laughs> wow <laughs> i really uh, do it's like it's just so much fun it's yeah treat. it's a no, that's great treat. that's really refreshing <laughs> uh kasanga cherry clark uh shout out to comic pop for cultivating one of the dopest communities on the internet saturday <laughs> was a blast sorry if uh i was a little jittered and sweaty just a really excited to talk shop until next time uh Kazanga was one of the uh, incredible members of the audience, yes. which I know we have a few of them in the chat right now, who came to the show and uh, graced us with their presence and uh, and and lovely and talented personality. Yeah, uh, it was great to have them. Uh, thanks for being here, man. And yeah. uh, and and thank you. No, it was really don't don't you don't don't sweat it. Ha ha ha. Um, but yeah, thanks, man. Uh, Pop culture <laughs> guy three thousand. If Tom King were to return to Marvel, what would he do? What what would he, what should he do? Or what would he do? I don't what know. What wouldn't he do? What wouldn't he do? No. Uh. Well, I'll tell you this. I wouldn't ask him to do an event. No. Let him dip his toes in the water. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, twelve uh, issue miniseries. Yeah, on twelve issue miniseries. I would love that because we don't really get those from Marvel. No. They'd probably be six. You know, you thought Supergirl was short. Marvel would be like, ah, I don't know about that. Eight. It's asking a lot. You know, we're going to cancel it before then. No, you got to uh, give him at least eight to 10 then. Yeah. I mean, you however long to. Vision was, I think that was 12. But, uh, you know, Vision was great. Um, and I think he has a few favorites, and I think he's talked about them on the show before. So I, I'm, I'm trying to remember if there's any Marvel characters that I know he really enjoys. Sleepwalker. Man. Sleepwalker would be great. He would never do it. Hey, you know what would be a great book for him to do that's at Marvel? Predator. Well, sure. but only... I have a great idea for at least one issue. I know you do. I know you do. I, you know, it's funny. I don't think he'd be a good fit for it, but I kind of want to see it. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to see him. It's not an obscure character at all, but I sort of want to see him do like a mini series on Danny Ketch. Yeah. The forgotten ghost writer. He's not the forgotten mm -hmm. ghost writer. Just they, the, they just keep trying. The marginalized ghost writer. No, I mean like they, I mean, they're how all, many they barrel, all are. How many cans of trash can he be pushed into, into his lifetime? I think he'd life. rather do vengeance. Because no one cares about vengeance. All right, let's move on to the next one. You know what I'd like to see him do, <laughs> in all honesty? What? A Mary Jane book. Oh, okay. What about Aunt May? No! Ollie Davis, uh, Saturday was a blast, <laughs> Sal. Thanks for making me feel comfortable, even when nervous. And Tiffany, my girlfriend, love talking saga with you. Uh, Thanks for everything. Hope to be there at the next event. We hope right. to see you there, man. Thank you. Look, she's only three issues behind. Trust me, when she's ready. She's gonna she's gonna go for those issues. She's gonna, she's gonna hopefully enjoy herself. Yeah. Like I said, just don't judge it by the first one. No, at least the second. Micah Rappaport can't stay long. Want to say so? Wanted to help out. Cheers. Thanks, Micah. Uh, Colin Shepard. I had to buy Green Lantern, Green Arrow, Hard Traveling Heroes after the back issue episode about it. It's a hilarious episode. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Colin. I'm glad you did. That's that's what we'd dope love to hear. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to have happen, man. Uh, so I'm glad it worked out. Absolutely. Alcidra, uh, oh God, the warrior. Why would you want to read that? I also <laughs> uh, watched Linkar's review of the Christmas episode and no, just know also a lot of alcohol. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that book is ridiculous. If you want to know more about it, you should check out our good, bad and ugly episode in which the warrior appears. We talk a lot about it at length, mm -hmm. you might say, uh, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, and if you really want to, if you want to have a, a blast with the warrior, Google proto clowns, expose on the warrior that's where we found out about it 
It's from Proto Clown from a website that I'm sure is still up uh, called imockery.com. You can you can just use your time machine and go find that. Kingsport Cal, there's a meme of Batman slapping Robin beside the pick of Will slapping Chris Rock. Yes. That was not a good move on Smith's part last night. It was crazy. It was. It was. We didn't see it because, of course, the Oscars are garbage. And I watched like two seconds of it and was like, fuck these rich assholes all jerking each other off. Like, it was just the red carpet. And I was like, I used to be like, I used to have a lot of reverence for the for film. I still do kind of, but like I used to like love film and I used to watch every Oscars and I didn't miss one uh, for a long time. And then just, I think it was around the time when Shakespeare in love won. And I was like, this sucks. <laughs> like what a lousy movie in comparison. And, uh, but the more I get, like the more I see these people, these, these, these elite people, like all just glad handing each other, like it's an award ceremony for themselves. And they're also self-important and they go up there and they're like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, you're welcome. I'm here. And then like one multimillionaire slapped another multimillionaire. And I'm like, oh, gee. I do like that. Like when I do like the idea of actors being honored for their portrayals of things. Yeah. It's just, you know, it is, it is a spectacle. Yeah. Um, well, but then know, they want people. It, and then they're also like, oh, I'm chasing the ratings. Like nobody watches their friggin' nobody watches them all congratulating themselves. That's, that's weird. Listen, that that's that, that what happened was not good for anybody. in that. <laughs> no, it's like, not. I get it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like rocks comedy. But like, I don't know. Eh, like, it's rocks comedy today. He's funnier than that. I don't like, you know, I personally this is a personal opinion. I just yeah. don't like giving somebody a hard time about like a, their appearance or a disease that they might. That's like, the thing. I, he probably didn't know. But yeah. at the same time, like you might want to suspect or, or it's just like, like it was such I a just, weak like, joke at was, the expense of that situation no. where it's like hey a woman who's bald let me just skip over that one yeah like, and know? i don't like then, then again i'm not also saying like that justifies the reaction that justifies no, abuse. i'm not saying that either <laughs> i'm just saying like no but it was not good for anybody no and the only thing that would have been acceptable to me was a full-on you know uncle phil throwing uh jazzy jeff jazzy jeff out the front door yes Yes, that's Homage. how you know it would have been. It would have been <laughs> staged is if that happy walks up to him and then it just cuts to, just, <laughs> to Chris Rock being thrown out of uh, the that's mansion it. in Bel Air. That's all I got. But yeah, uh, Young Goku Nine Thousand, Red Robin, so much for Alfred coming back. Lol, new X book starting this week, and I found myself getting back excited again. Very excited for Murphyverse coming back this week. Uh, and RK says Action Comics has been amazing, even if it hasn't been marketed as it deserves. Though, where do you guys think Midnight or Apollo should go after? I have no idea because I'm not reading the book. I have no interest in what they're doing, and I don't enjoy it, so I'm not reading it. Okay. Uh, so, getting into the other books, this is my this is one of my second to last book that I read this week. Okay. Uh, Venom Lethal Protector Number One from David Michelinie. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, is it 1994 again? Uh, it might as well be. By the way, can I just say really quick? I hate these number ones that Marvel does. So uninspired. Just Wait, a box the around the number one. Uh, I knew that was coming. So crappy. I, I get I that it's a number one, but it's just like there's no there's no artistry. There's no effort. It's just it's zero effort. It's, like you look at DC and how they actually tried to like come up with a thing, like a like a scheme for their top. But left. they don't always do that. Yeah, they do. All the DC books except for Black Label have like a plan. No, I meant this. No, the, well, no, Marvel only does this for number ones. No, not every number one. Most number ones. Yeah, well, there's still a giant one. They didn't put a box around it. That's no, the only difference. but they want you to see the number one. I know, but, like, nobody gives a shit anymore. It's just, it's so uninspired. It's Some just such an obvious thing. Like, it's the logo you see at the movies and a one. Like, no artistry, no effort. Anyway. What would you do? I don't know. I'm not a fucking artist. Okay, okay. I just didn't know if you had a plan. I'd hire someone who really knows what they're doing <laughs> and figure it out like DC did. Okay. That being said, this issue is uh, it's funny because it takes place like in continuity. You can you can fit it right into your 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 back issues. Uh, no pun intended. But uh, 
Michelinie's back on the on the character. Number one, uh, I love this cover. It's such a classic image of Venom, but so reserved, you know, because Venom went from how McFarlane drew him in the beginning. He had like regular teeth. He had like molars. Like he didn't have sharp teeth. Like he ate vegetables. Like it looked like he ate vegetables or could, uh, and and then it just you know uh, Larson turned it up to eleven, gave mm-hmm. him like drool and more, 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 more everything, over exaggerated his features and everything. It just and I love them. They're all the interpretations of Venom are pretty much amazing. But see this, it shows you we're going back. We're trying something different, right? But with a modern sensibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, the art on this issue is done by Ivan Fiorelli, and it's so it is modern. But it has that feel. Um, you know, it's like when Jerry Conway did Carnage and you're like, whoa, that's like really modern for Jerry Conway, the dude who, who wrote the issue where Gwen Stacy died. Like, that's amazing that you have that versatility. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michelini, likewise, it doesn't feel really old. Like, it doesn't feel like a relic. There are some Marvel books in particular where an older writer will come back on and you're like, that's that th- those days are over, man. Yeah. When, and maybe it's because it's Venom, but it just, it felt fun. It felt like going home. Mm-hmm. And it was very much a Venom book. Like it felt like a Venom mini series, but during the time when I actually gave a damn about Venom. Um, if you're wondering, uh, go go look back on Amazing Spider-Man when the Taskmaster invented a squadron of evil Avengers, but they're not really. There's only three of them, including Broken Arrow, a Hawkeye analog, and Blood Spider. No effort, <laughs> no thought going. It's just terrible. But uh, Michelini also has the uh, good sense to put ambush bug in this book. So mm. if you are a classic Spider-Man fan, and more importantly, a classic Venom fan, you're going to love this. It's very, it, it doesn't even feel silly. It doesn't feel like a parody. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel like it's like it's stuck in the past. It is intrinsically stuck in the past. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel like it's indulging in it. It's just like, it, it's like a lost issue. It's like, oh, that's kind of fun. How cool that they brought this back. So I dig that. Way to go. Check that out. Um, if you, if, <laughs> and if you're I of dig a mind. that. I, I, I value that. You know, good for you. Good on you. So what else you got, Tiffany? Uh, let's talk about Task Force Z. Yes. Uh, I understand this is your favorite book. You love this book. I don't love this book. I just read this book. I know. In like a way that I don't. You might as well love it. I don't understand why I keep reading it, but I do. I don't either. I'm like compelled. I'm like compelled to read it. And then part of me is like, does any of this even matter with what's going to like, what's coming for the DC universe? See, now look at that top left-hand corner. Uh Uh-huh. Look at how they've created a, like a, like a shape. There's a design element. Yeah. There's a logo that is interchangeable. You can swap out that logo for the the family of books you're reading. Yeah. And as the publisher's logo. Here's the difference. I would rather, I'd rather a crappy logo and a stronger story. Mm-hmm. Then this book is not delivering on. Well, listen for me. That's neither here nor there. Okay, that's fair. This book is just—it's just—it's fluff. This book is total fluff. And if that's what you're looking for, well, it for, says the Bat and the Furious on it. It does. It wants you to think Fast and the Furious with Batman in it. That's fine. Okay, so like at the so end like of it's going to be dumb. I, I like. I think it's just I don't get the reference. I clearly <laughs> don't get the reference, and that's okay. I'm okay with not getting the reference. Uh-huh. But like next, out of bloom. Yeah. What are uh. we? What are we making? What? Oh, sorry. It's not Ambush Bug. Uh, I, was, I didn't think it could be. No, Ambush Bug is the green one from DC. Yeah. A humbug. Sorry. It's humbug. So. I was literally thinking of two dorks in ill-fitting, loose-fitting superhero costumes that are that's that have bug in their totally name. Totally fair. My bad. That's fine. Anyway. Um, 
But yeah, so Task Force Z number six, written by Matt Rosenberg with art by Jack Herbert. Um, <laughs> this just continues this 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 book for this now, book. some reason, like, and that's really just all that it is. It's like okay, there's just another a, issue is to come out. There's like a big fight that happens at the beginning of this, and I assume the big fight happens because the, otherwise everyone's just talking in this book. But like presumably, like the big fight might could have just happened in between the two issues, and then we would have just kept the story going. But I don't know if we're just trying to use up page real estate. Yeah, that's I what don't we're know. doing. I don't know. I don't like this issue's gonna be five dollars. I don't like being so like eh about books because usually it's like, you know, I try to read things that I'm really enjoying. Exactly. Right? And then the I rest really you don't. Yeah. Try to do that. But like for this, for some reason, I'm just like, I'm just gonna keep checking this out because there's something about Mr. Bloom that I really like, and he's in this and he's now a driving like antagonist behind this book now. But I'm like, I wish it wasn't this book that he was in. Right. I wish someone who actually liked or was excited about yeah. Mr. Bloom or had a Mr. Bloom pitch was uh, doing something with him. Additionally. Batman shows up in this book. Well, good. We gotta get some. We gotta get some friggin' bat cash into this book, right? This is his Batmobile. Oh, okay. He's driving this Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, like, he and Jason Todd have a big yelling match in the street. Uh huh. Which I'm like, like, how does he hear you? Maybe he's tapping into his Bluetooth. No, 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 no. They, they, they're out. Of oh, the they car. get out of the car. They're okay. Out of the car, right? Mm-hmm. And like, they're just talking about how it's just like you know, like. He's like, you know, I'm never going to be like, I think he says I'm never going to be Dick and like, I'll never measure up to Dick. And like, you know, you raised me. You're like a father to me. And I'm like, you're in public. Not only that, you've had this conversation like a thousand times. Like, What do we need to do this again for? But yeah, you, uh, costumes, secret identities. Come on. You can do this at the cave. You have a key. Yeah. Now I know everyone knows who, that Jason Todd is the Red Hood, at least of the villains who are working with him. Right. But right. you're also like in straight up public. Well, are they and in like, within earshot? Are they right next to him? The public or the villains? The villains. Oh, everybody's in earshot. Oh, well, then they would know. Like, I'm just like... Well, Bane knows who he is. Well, that's what I'm saying. Man-Bat like, no, knows who he is. They all know who he is, right? Yeah. But, like... No, I'm saying they know who Batman is. Bane knows that Bruce well, Wayne's Batman. yes, but he's dead now, so he made But, like, Two-Face is there. Oh, uh, well, Two-Face may or may not know, depending on who's okay. writing him. That's... Well, that's fair. But, like, the public. There's, like, yeah. clearly there are people, there's people around there. the street, and I'm like, this is so weird, because I'm trying to, like orient myself in the space i don't know it's really not a big deal it don't just, try it was just like why is batman even here batman's here they have a they have a fight mm -hmm. and then he just lets them do whatever they're gonna do well that sounds and it turns right. out it's all mr bloom what do you mean it's all mr bloom mr bloom's behind like everything that's happening yeah okay because he was like mad about something <laughs> because they use resurrection man to create the lazarus formula oh okay resurrection man yeah <laughs> okay then maybe batman will have alfred come back I don't know. Bring back Alfred. You're wasting time. Nobody yeah, cares. Who cares. But that I read this. <laughs> That's all I can say about this book. That's fair. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I think I, I got to get off this train. Yeah. Uh, Al Sidra, uh, you guys are one of the most chill and enthusiastic comic YouTube channels out there. I'm sick like, of all I, the negative channels. I really feel bad that you just. This I know. Is the we just we're reading after this. No, 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 no. no. It's sorry. just one. It's one. Uh, they are just, uh, I hate all the negative channels are fueled by hate and drama and it's exhausting. Oh no. I, and then like, there's no hate or drama. No, I we're just, not trying to do that. This is a dislike. Like I'm just like, this is, no, he's not me. talking about you. I know. I'm, I'm just saying like, I, I, I don't want to be like only like, I want to give you my true opinion, Yeah. but I don't want to like hate on it. Cause it's like, this is just not for me. Exactly. This book's just not for me. I, I, I don't. And like, I, I can't imagine what the point of this story is going to be. <laughs> That's really what I'm struggling with. Like, what? I think we're there already. I think that we know what the point of the story yeah. is. What are we doing with this story? What is the character development for someone? Are we going to be developing Jason Todd? Probably. Or Mr. Bloom? 
I don't know. Or change the relationship dynamic between Batman and Jason Todd? What? I doubt anyway, it. Anyway, let's keep going. Uh, Eric Santi, are Hellfire Galas the new baseball for X-Men? I know some don't like it, but I kind of love it since the Met Gala meets Pride Parade and just for and are just fun. I think that's it. I think so, too. I think that's it. Yeah. It and, might be that. And honestly, like, you know, the baseball thing, I know that um, we haven't had baseball since Krakoa, and you'd think there'd be like a major league baseball team at this point like from krakoa or some kind of international league of mutants uh or something like i would have expected if you can get um what's that book that got canceled like immediately that nobody liked x oh, fallen Angels. no 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 no. the other oh. one x corporation oh x corp x corp if you could have an x corp book you can have an x ball book yeah, where it's that, just a that book went right down yeah that one that one uh disappeared Almost as fast as that, the mutants. That was a uh, weird misstep yeah. on their part. Well, it was just it was just, it was a bad read. They were like, the audience yeah. loves it. Here you go. Oh, oops. Yeah. Gone. No trade. Uh, but yeah, I I I feel like it's a it's a it's a smart move to make a X ball book. But yeah. I feel like that's a big like no no. That was like one of the big things from Hickman was like we're not back to normal. If you do baseball, it means this is normal, and we're not. And now, now, if you see baseball, I guarantee you that'll be like Hickman's not coming back ever again. Mm, yeah. Wait, do you want to talk about this or do you want to talk about my last book? You got to talk about your is... last book. I'm just uh, okay. I'm just pulling them up, making sure we got everything. Okay. Well, I didn't know which one you wanted to do first. No, yours. Mine's X deaths. Yeah, X deaths. It sounds great. It's because it's uh, it's the end, right? This, this is, is it. it. X, this is X deaths of Wolverine number five. Mm. Uh, we made it, folks. <laughs> we did it. Why is this one huge? They all were small. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Whatever. Maybe because we're zoomed in. No, I'm know. not zoomed in. Oh, doesn't matter. I'm it's, not written, to... it's written by Ben Percy with art by uh, Frederico Vincentini. Cool. Looks great. It finishes the story. <laughs> is that your review? So, it is finished. This is this is okay. So basically, um, Wolverine from the future is taken over by the Phalanx. Um, yep. Moira, upon him stabbing Moira, Moira blasts him with. Forge's gun, which takes away his healing factor, which what? is the only thing that was keeping the phalanx at bay. Okay. So he's completely taken over by the phalanx. Oh. And like he's trying to like communicate, like you have to stop me. So like the Wolverine kids are trying desperately to like stop him uh -huh. as Wolverine, who's just gotten off of X Lives, is trying to like get to the fight. Mm -hmm. Um, he gets there and he's like, You guys gotta let me do this because it's like you can't I only I know how to kill myself. No, he's like, I'm tired of you like having to take on my problems or like have to sacrifice for me. He's like, You stay out of this. Mm -hmm. So like it's just Wolverine versus Wolverine, Wolverine, basically. Um, until Sage shows up with the um Cerebro Sword because she's a living computer, she's able to hack Hey, it. the Cerebro Sword. Yeah, which just came back because of X Lives of Wolverine, thus making me again feel like if you're gonna read X Deaths, you may need to check out X Lives. So but you got it i'm sure you could figure it out yeah um whereas the other ones I, I i don't feel like you i think i think you could read lives without deaths personally um but like she hacks it so that it'll make the phalanx virus inert is that what that does she makes it so that because she's a she's a living computer so she like all right changes it you know uh -huh. what i mean like on her way to, to bring it there she uses quantum technology ah no, there she, we go that, nobody says that nobody says that but Good. that's that's the equivalent we get it. of it um because they, they realize it's going for one of the cradles which has mm. one of the cerebros in it because it's like the phalanx is like an entity, but it's also a, a, it's a disease. It's a virus. So it wants to spread. Yeah. It, you know, so it wants to do its thing. So what's the best way it could do it is to try to get into cerebro. Yeah. So they do end up stopping him. And like, it's like, 
I don't, I'm a little, I question this, this one a little bit, like what's going to happen with this, because it's like, they make the skeleton inert essentially. So it's just this adamantium skeleton, which I was like, you might want to hang on to that for the number of times that like Wolverine has to come back. Right. You might we want to use that adamantium. Spare. No, Krakow just swallows it. Oh, okay. I'm like, is all the phalanx going to do it? Right. I don't know. Question they don't care. Mark? Question mark? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, um, we see Moira like in her like exosuit, like dying as she like we see each of her like lives up to this point, like the end of her lives. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then like at the end, Xavier and Wolverine and Jean are at like the bar, the Green Lagoon. Oh. And they are all celebrating and they're like, What do we drink to? And he's like, and Wolverine's like killing your enemies. And they all just they drink and the other like Wolverine kids show up and you know, they all have a good time and we cut to Moira's grave, uh-huh. which is who knows where. Right. And we didn't really talk about it. And she bursts out of the grave and she's like a robot. Mm. And I was like, I think we're in trouble. Yeah. Oh, also, we talk about how like important that Sabretooth book is. is. Oh, good. Yeah, we need, like, we need to okay. make sure. They, oh, like, it's written by the guys right now. Because they're trying yeah. to set up that like there are other things to deal with. Mm-hmm. Like they're just there like, are other ways to kick the can down the there's road other there's other concerns there's other villains out there that we should worry about yeah yeah um, we need to yeah uh-huh because because we did we all really wanted to focus on this era of the x we we weren't ready for this to be over but we're also kicking the can down the road so we can make sure it's not over yeah yeah cool like it was <clears throat> i don't know so she's not moira like one day like you know hickman will be like no <laughs> I sincerely hope that that's what it is. Like, really, that's pretty really... lame. Oh, there you go. And think, she's an Omega Sentinel. I think she's buried in like a, the graveyard outside of the hospital that they built. Oh, for her. Who's they? Remember they did that in um, Marauders. The, the X Men. Yeah, they did that in Madripoor. I think. Oh. I think it's Madripoor. I could be wrong about that. Maybe not. It could also be in Scotland. Listen, mm. it doesn't matter because they didn't bother to tell us. Yeah. Um. But yeah. It... <sighs> I don't know. She, but she equates herself to a swan who like when the swans are older, apparently that's when they can sing their song. That's why it's a swan song. And they don't, and they're, they're, they're the best, the sweetest song they ever sing is right before they die. And she's getting ready for her swan song. No, that's okay. Robot. Yeah. I'm not interested. So I was just kind of like, cool. This book is why I didn't read patch. Mm hmm. Yeah, because I was like, I I need a little break. I mm-hmm. needed a little X break. Um, and apparently I really will because of the number of X titles that are coming out next week. There was literally a moment which I was like, holy crap, are they going to be this daring at the beginning of this book? You know, I was talking about with Saga where I don't try to think about what's coming. Yeah, this I was thinking about what's coming a little bit. Yeah. So I was like, I started reading the book. I got like one or two pages in and I was like, oh, my God. Are they going to actually let, I think it was when I saw like the lives, I was like, are they going to let her die? Right. And then that's why all of the new titles are like the old titles, but they're different. And that it's like, this is Krakoa up to the point that we were at basically. Yeah. But with some minor differences. Right. And he's like the new, like, this is the new life of Moira yeah. X. And I was like, no, nah, that's not what we're doing. No, we're just really disorganized. She's a robot now. Yeah. So I was like, cool. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I hope it's worth it for the people who are telling these stories. I do too. Uh, Eric Gant wants to know where Cassandra Nova is. Do you you know? I don't. Me either. Uh, Here's what I know. I I know that 
I know that this is not what I was expecting from this, but I don't know what I was expecting. So I can't even like be disappointed by that. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I don't know what I thought we were going to get out of the 10 deaths of Wolverine. Not that I thought it was gonna be a Wolverine book, not a, not a secret no, that, backdoor that was, Moira book. That was secret lies. Secret lies. On it. But yeah, but they're both about Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Al Sidra. I, I know. I mean, we all know Alfred's coming back and death. I mean, DC means nothing. So it's more like just come back already. Sorry for the last message. wasn't directed at you. Yeah, we know. You were talking about something else. So don't worry about that. Uh, Kingsport Cal. A co-worker saw No Way Home and came up to me at work to ask me what the F happened. I explained it on our lunch break. I'm sure this happens to you too. Not really. Not really. Not as much as it used to. But I, it, yeah, I've, but it used to happen a lot. I've had that. Yeah. I definitely have had that. Yeah. I've had, I've had like, they haven't even seen, the, sometimes it's, I've seen the movie, What the Hell Happened. I'm like, okay, it's this, 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 and this. Mm -hmm. Or I've had people who are like, are like I'm not going to see the movie, mm -hmm. but like, wait what is this character like <laughs> yeah. i had a co-worker with like when joker came out they're like is this the joker from and i was like okay hang on wait <laughs> no. so i had to like i had to break that down for them like the idea of what a multiverse was because they didn't understand it at all yeah no <laughs> no but hollywood doesn't care about that yeah they don't but yeah uh so let's talk about the rogues yeah, from josh williamson this is josh williamson's first black label book and uh uh yeah it's oversized and it's it's a big pretty well pretty because it's big uh it's pretty big pretty big from uh josh williamson with art by leo max who's uh, a name i'm not familiar with at all but uh they did a nice job so uh this is basically just like the swan song of captain cold it's a it's a captain cold book about captain cold getting the band back together it's obviously in another reality it's an alternate future for captain cold uh the idea being that uh uh, Captain Cold lives a miserable, long existence. He's an old man. He gets a job at a factory. They fire him. Well, no, they 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 promote him. Uh, he has a moment where he hears them talk shit about him, so he immediately gets back mm -hmm. into the uh, the mode of being Captain Cold, and then gets the band back together. Brings together the dastardly rogues, and uh, and then commits a crime that he had the idea for in the beginning of this book, which is uh, rob Gorilla City. Yeah, because like he overhears a conversation from Sam the Gorilla talking about how. Uh, yes. Uh, Gorilla City has Grodd has a bunch of money. He has a bunch of gold. They're never going to use it. It's all about power for him. And uh, so he's like, well, so Gorilla City's been sitting on gold like their whole lives. They have all this gold, and they're yeah, not going to do anything just, with they it. They don't care about it. So we'll just take it. And it's like, why don't you just work with them? Like, why don't you call Grodd and be like, hey man, give me some of your gold, and I'll give you my freeze technology. You know. <laughs> 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 but Leonard, but uh, Snart isn't exactly the smartest. Uh, uh, nah, it's not cold themed supervillain no, in, in the DC universe. But uh, yeah, so the whole book, the whole issue is him getting the band back together and then uh, committing their last act of, uh, of of recruitment, which is to get Mirror Master broken out of a like minimum security facility uh, <laughs> that he himself has checked himself well, into. Well, he's in a rehab facility. He's in a rehab facility. Yeah, like he needs, he needs some help. Yeah, and... And they're going to take him away from that. Help. Right, and that that's great because that's what this book is. This book is about Snart being a piece of shit and him yeah. influencing everybody around him who is admittedly doing better. Like, he's the only one who can't handle his life. I'm actually, there's a moment where he hears his boss and his, like, supervisor talking behind his back, and I wonder if it even happened. Like, mm -hmm. I wonder if the conversation you, even yeah, happened. exactly. Or, or if it's just, just Captain Cold looking for an excuse to be a piece of shit. Right, right. Or if he needs help. He needs help. So uh, that in and of itself is like the depth and, uh, and and subtext that I would want from a black label book. It is not overly violent, overly grotesque, overly self-indulgent. It just uses the format 
and plays with its strengths. It's like, here's what I want to do. And I don't want to be bound. Like this could have been in continuity or no, it couldn't have been continuity in the future, but like, it could have been anything. Mm-hmm. It could have been all ages or at the very least like a, a, a mature readers, but not like this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but like he gets to play with the big format and uh, they get to f- play with the big format mm-hmm. and, uh, and they get to do something. And I don't know how long this is, but it's like, I think it'll be worth it. Yeah, it's it was fun. It was quick read though. Very quick. Because usually with black label books, like there's just something about it. They feel like they're a little longer. Yes. Like it's just like it's you know it's able to take its time. But like this this was fast. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. we're done. Not like in a bad way. Yeah. But no. It was just well paced. Well paced. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Uh, and this cover is pretty awesome too. Like, it I is. Just, I really like the cover. It really. I like you know what's logo. funny? I, I got to tell you, it does not a hundred percent for me depict what you're getting out of this book. No. So I kind of had a problem with with it with that. Yeah, like, the cover's even, a lie. It's, it's not like even quite themed the way. It, I'm, I'm not even talking like art style. It just doesn't make me feel like what the book is about. No, not at um, all. There's so. another. There's a variant cover that sells it better. Okay. But uh, but I like this cover. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's cool cover. Yeah, it's just not. <laughs> but it's not selling the book. Yes. It, it's selling the book, but a wrong the, the wrong type of book. I think I have a splinter. Mm. that's what i've been playing with over here there you go and it hurts well splitters suck <laughs> so you'll have to uh, do something about that we'll get some tweezers i'm deal gonna with have it. to do that yeah uh joshua link cassandra nova is oh, going to be in the new marauder series by orlando that's right steve orlando remember that she existed and decided instead of playing with all the other rogues that we have on krakoa and the things that have been set up and left on the sidelines let's put his own mark yeah, that's what all, everyone here is trying to do. And we're not going to get a Netflix series unless I get my mark so that I yeah. can build my brand and then yeah, go to like an independent she's, publisher she's and make be, my own book. going to be a big bag. Yeah. Well, she was. I know, but I'm just saying, like, because we don't have enough big bad possibilities. No. And dangling plot threads. Well, at least none of them are going to bring Apocalypse back. They're yet. never going to do that or do no, they will. Sinister. No, they will. And it'll be thoroughly unsatisfying. Excellent. Uh, Mike Morrow, any thoughts on the upcoming Wells run of Spider-Man? I'm hopeful. I'm really hopeful. Is hopeful. Ray Farr, New X is missing a key part of what makes the X-Men special. Heroes who are hated but still do the right thing and are always compelling like Spider-Man and the X-Men. See, now, I would say that the current X-Men book itself does a pretty good job of that because, like, not everyone's on board the Krakoa train, but they're doing everything that they can. It's not in the same vein. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a really different feel, 100%. Yeah. Marauders, up until it ran out, like, definitely had that vibe as well. yeah. They're trying to help Madripoor. They, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're doing what they can out there. Kitty can't get onto the Island in the regular fashion. Like there's, there are some pockets of that. Yeah. Um, depending on what part of X you were reading. Cause like even some of the other books have like an older feel too. Just like, you know, teams going out, they're doing whatever, like screw up teams, you know? I don't mm-hmm. know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Thorn identity. Wait, didn't Gene cure Cassandra <laughs> in another book? Yeah, not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore, man. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, Orlando didn't read that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's talk about some recommendations. Let's let's sell some books, huh? Let's do it. Hopefully. Uh, this week, you can check out Amazing Spider-Man number 93. It's the end of the Beyond era. You're going to watch Ben Riley fight Peter Parker because you can't not. Uh, so here it is. I'm excited because I want to see how it wraps up. So uh, Amazing like Spider-Man 93. Effect on the cover. I like when they do blur effects in comics. I remember when it first happened and I was like, whoa. <laughs> you're like everything's changed nothing will be the same that's literally it yeah <laughs> like i remember i remember modern coloring and i remember uh specifically i think in batman spider-man well spider-man batman when they did um outlined onomatopoeias 
See, this is this is like what I love about like Sal. Honestly, mm. like it's just like li like Sal's brain now, but like even like little Sal, like he'll talk about things. And when you were a kid, that you're like, I was thinking about this, and I was yeah. like, and you're like, why? I didn't have those thoughts. I like ever. Like I still don't even. You know, like yeah. you just notice different things, and you like. Well, so do you. You have a very good. You have a, you have a keen mind. No. Uh, Hulk number five from Johnny Cates and Ryan Otley. I'm still reading this book. I I, I know that people are like f this book and like uh, and do I like the look of Hulk in his stupid astronaut outfit? No, but I don't think you're supposed to think it's awesome. I think it's just insane, and it's supposed to be, and it's just unapologetically like what every issue I read, I'm like, what the hell was that? And then I buy the next issue, and that's what this book is. <laughs> every issue, I'm like, what the what the crap was that? And then I buy it again. Uh, so I, I guess I recommend this book. I don't know. Uh, Dark Ages number six is coming out. I think this is the end of Dark Ages. Forgivably. Yeah. The, the covers get busier and busier. And it's just like, it's just time to stop. And thankfully it is over. I do like this book, mm -hmm. but like, and I think maybe it'll read, but I don't know if it'll read better in trade. I'm worried that it'll like, it'll be like, you get to issue four and go like, oh, it, oh, oh, uh, yeah. Like it's almost, it just stops. Do you think this will be like one of those books where it's like people forget it happened? Yeah, big time. Because like, I feel like that about like Amazing Fantasy, which I'm like, you know what? I enjoyed that. But yeah, I, I but no one remembers that Until book. just now I was like, I read that recently. Yeah. And I kind of enjoyed that. Right? Yeah. Man, that, I just, I love that first cover. Those covers now. are gorgeous. Yeah. The, no, everyone's going to forget about Dark Ages. No. That's uh, speaking of which, Dar DC vs. Vampires number six is coming out. James Tynan the Fourth uh, and Matt Rosenberg with art by Rex Locus and uh, Simone DeMeo and Danielle DeNucolo and Otto Schmidt. Uh, yeah. That's his cover artist. Though. Yeah, thankfully. But like, I love Otto Schmidt's art and I'm, I, I'll miss them on this book. Are you sure it's not Schmidt? Just Schmidt? It's, uh, the cover just credits Schmidt. Mm, that's true. Maybe it's just Schmidt. Maybe. Yeah, I don't Well, it wasn't last time. Um, uh, but yeah, I love this book. I think it's really fun. DC versus vampires. It's ridiculous and weird and crazy, and it's probably meant to be read all at one time. But I'm enjoying it. I really like that cover. It's great. All the covers are great for this whole book. It's really fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, Batman Beyond the White Knight. Batman Beyond the White Knight is coming out from Sean Gordon Murphy. This is it. Sequel to Curse of the White Knight. Yep. Set in the future. He teased it on here on this channel. That's right. He did. But uh, it's coming. And I'm 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 hyped. Dave Stewart also, uh, you know, his take on that. Did Bruce Wayne and Harley get together? I hope so. We'll see. <laughs> I have nothing. I know nothing about it. Okay. Uh, Shadow War Alpha Number One comes out from Williamson and uh, Bogdanovic. Uh, hey. Yeah. Uh, I I I skipped a lot of bat. I skipped the last three Batman events. So I'm gonna try this out. All right. Because maybe my fan theory will be revealed in this book which is that Damien is actually Deathstroke's kid and not Bruce Wayne's. What? That's been my theory forever. It's been that what? Deathstroke is actually the father of Damien. Wow. Uh, I don't, and we had pitched the idea that Jason Todd was his son, was his father. But uh, I actually, like, I think there's a, there's a, a case could be made for Deathstroke actually being Damien's, Damien's <laughs> father. Uh, Silver Server Rebirth is coming out from Ron Mars and Ron Lim. The Rons are coming back. Number three. Number three from Silver for of Silver Surfer Requiem. I skipped. I, I I forgot this book was coming Rebirth. out. You said Requiem. Oh, did I? <clears throat> Oops, that's a great book. <laughs> and I don't know about this one, but I'm reading it. Silver Server Rebirth number three. I'm gonna go back and check out the first two. 
because um, it's just classic Silver Surfer. If you love Silver Surfer from the 90s, this is the book. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, no, that's not anything. All right, Tiffany, take it away. Uh, Immortal X-Men number one is coming out. Listen, I'm still going to be on the X train for a while until they convince me not really like this cover. It's an homage. Oh, it's, it's Kieran Gillen. It's Kieran Gillen. Uh, <laughs> with art by Lucas Wernick. Um, yeah, I like Kieran Gillen, so you know I'm going to read this. It's, it's, it's just, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna, yeah it's, if you get Gillen or Spurrier on a book, I'm Tiffany will read, read it. it. Uh, Ghost Rider number two is coming out, written by Ben Percy with art by Corey Smith. Did you read Go? You read Ghost Rider one, right? I have it. <laughs> I feel like you would have. Uh, you would have. You would have talked about it already. I, I, I haven't. I, it's, I think it's here. I think it was at home, and I think it's here now. I could be wrong though. I could be wrong now. Um, Batman One Dark Knight number two. I cannot wait to get my hands on this book. It's by Jock. Yeah. It's all like it's just Jock. I freaking love this book. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to, uh, to my Swamp Thing fam out there. Swamp Thing number eleven. Uh, new uh, season two begins here it says so oh. it's a place to to get on the, the train here uh i'm gonna pick this up oh this is that friggin' marvel limited book that's yeah. like long how are they gonna print that i don't know i'm looking forward to it though it's 60 pages it's marvel unlimited latitude number one you latitude because you gotta read it this way yeah it should be it should be printed but this way so you can flip it up listen it's written by jonathan hickman with art by declan shalvey um yeah yeah uh, step by bloody step number two. I know this book is not for everybody. It is not. I totally understand that. I just really, really but like it's, it. But you are one of those people. Really, really like it. Written by uh, Cy Spurrier with art by Matt Lopez and Matea Bagara. Um, Matias. Mate- Matias. Yeah, because Ma- there's another, there's a Matteo, I think there's a Matteo Bagara. Matia Bagara. No, that's him. I thought that was. No, that's him. Oh. No, literally right now, Cy Spurrier is working with both artists who worked on Hellblazer. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, but yeah, like this book is a book that has no words in it. It's still the story is written by Cy Spurrier. There's no um, words there. There's no words. It's all up to your ability to interpret art and their ability to deliver it to you. Um, <laughs> yeah. It is. It is. And like, I really like that as an exercise. It also forces you to slow down when you're reading your books. Uh, that's right. Because it's like, you really got to look at these panels. I forget too. And I, I, I tell myself when I'm reading, I'm like, wait, stop, go slow back. Down. Slow down. Yeah, yeah. But like, I really, really enjoy this. Something is Killing the Children number 21, a series that we I thought was done. Oh, or at least like on hiatus. Yeah, but it's just, it's a brand new story arc. Yep. We're back. We're back. Um, I like that Tynan uh, is, is credited for Nice House on the Lake and the Department of Truth and in this breakdown and Werther Del Edra, uh, who's the, the original team of this, is credit for Razor Blades. Yeah. Which is the Tynan magazine. Right. Which I like about. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So there you go, guys. There you <laughs> those go. are your recommendations for this week. So yeah. check those By out. Way, if you ever hear me say something like, I didn't get a chance to read it, but I have it. It's typically because it's not like I didn't have it. No, I brought it here to the studio. And it's either been pulled away and I don't know where it is anymore. Or I had to read all of War of the Gods. Yeah. And sometimes that happens. that happens. That happens too. So, yeah. you know. Trust me, it's not that I don't think it would be a fun book. No. Right? It's just, I only have so many hours. Yeah. Prishi Venkatesh, you guys read uh, White Knight Harley Quinn. It's good. Yes, it is good. I dig it. Uh, and uh, Kelly Frederick, thoughts on Last Deathstroke, Ink Reveal, and Last Joker. I didn't read it. I don't read either of those books. 
I just lost interest and I'd rather not be under duress when I re- review and read a book unless it's like spider related. Uh, <laughs> then all then the I'm like, ah, this is driving me crazy. But no, uh, I'll, 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 uh, I'll look into it. Yeah. You know, but otherwise we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us before you go uh, check out Tiffany on twitch.tv slash comic pop. Uh, follow us here for more. Make sure to like and subscribe. Uh, so you don't miss any updates. Uh, and of course go over to youtube.com slash comic pop. We're trying something out. We're trying out shorts again over on ma- the main channel. Um, you should be getting notifications for shorts on your mobile, but not on your desktop. So hopefully it's not too uh, overwhelming and inconvenient. We're trying something out. We're trying to build the brand. I gotta tell you, it seems to be working. So I don't want to like, you know, you know, I, I, I wouldn't do it if it wasn't something I thought you'd enjoy. And also something that like wouldn't help grow, you know? So, you know, that's where we are. Uh, oh, by the way, Noah Koo says, uh, I finally convinced my girlfriend to watch back issues on a roof trip, on a road trip, rooftop. I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> on a road trip, she asked, where is Saga Volume 4? Well, welcome to the noble uh, ranks of people who have been asking for Saga Volume 4. That was a question you were out of the room for. Was it really? Mm-hmm. What'd you say? I said that, like, you know, we had looked at the views on that. And, like, honestly, we knew that the series was going to be coming back. But we were also watching the number tick up on the channel itself, like, on our, like subscribers and so we wanted to hit that goal not knowing that we would be able to achieve it thanks to help in part by all of you and also mr sunday yep um but like we wanted to make sure we were doing consistently books we try to do books that we thought would have like a broad appeal and not that like we don't have pride in books like saga um it's just that we know they're not for everyone and so we wanted to make sure the algorithm didn't screw us over by a lower viewed episode and then the next two episodes may not be pushed out so much exactly um so we decide not to do that additionally volume four i'm i like it but like i don't like it because it's a little too real Mm. like i I think it just deals with like some things that like are very real and like there's just some character moments in there that like i think are completely written like appropriately and like well it's just i'm like yeah that's tough to recount or share well, it's not even like that. Sometimes it's just like, I don't want to have to, I don't want to relive it right now. No, exactly. You know, so yeah. I'm not saying it's never going to happen. Right. But uh, the issue, the episode of volume three, I think that came out like five years ago. Um, the views on that one are just as good as last week's Green Lantern episode. So, you know, we'll see. It'll take another five years for it to actually make up the loss that we take on making the episode come out, which is the reason why we've been delaying it so long. Yeah we don't want to be those people who don't do episodes because of that but we also don't want to die like we don't want the channel to be like tanked for no reason <laughs> like yeah we could but we could do a whole bunch of random stuff or a bunch of really cool stuff that like a fraction of the audience would enjoy but then you know you wouldn't get to watch any of it as a result mm-hmm. you know so that's that's the that's the tightrope we walk but hopefully there are opportunities now that we've crossed rk we'll see what happens like we'll we'll see if like you know, the algorithm favors us a little bit better as a result of Let, being like a legitimate channel. Let's see what happens after War of the God. Although I did say, uh, yes, we'll see what happens after, <laughs> we'll see what happens after War of the God. That's the one I'm like, Ugh. yeah, watch War of the God. It's the biggest Wonder Woman story no one ever read. We'll see you guys next time with another episode of Off the Rock. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. So long. Keep reading. Bye. Bye.